Tricky Table is brought to you by Nikki Hits Beauty Studio, Bonamusadi, Duala, and Jungle Hawk, Boya. Hi there, I'm Koi Longe, and yes, I'm back after three extremely long weeks. I want to thank you all for reaching out and for your prayers. For my glue, you can see that they worked and the village spirits failed. Okay? Um, so um, I'm back, and um, enough about me. We are here on Freaky Table. It's another Monday. And this time around, um, we'll be dealing with Cameroon film industry and the role of women in the film industry. You know, challenges, successes, uh, uh, the juicy stuff. Um, with us here to discuss this is the CEO of Omega One Entertainment. She's a household name. The wickedly talented and beautiful Madame Brenda Elum is with us here. I hope I, I pronounced the name perfectly. Right. Okay. And also, the CEO of MB Production. She's actress, producer, entrepreneur, Miss Stephanie Toom. Ah, looking beautiful. This is a sight to behold. <laughs> this is a sight to behold. But I'm Brenda and Stephanie Toom. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to Freaky Table. <laughs> and we have the usual su uh, sus suspects. Yes, the usual suspects. Uh, my, my cabin crew. <laughs> Not my co-pilots, cabin crew. John Gumba and Yana Max Jr. You guys are welcome. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. You know, I'm back. We can see. We'll be right back. <laughs> We are back on Freaky Table and we're here with two amazing, talented um, ladies who are making great strides in the film industry. We're here with Brenda Elong and Stephanie Toom. Welcome once more. Thank you. So it's, it's interesting. I'll start with you, Steph. Uh, um, I mean, you look beautiful, but it, I, 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 I think you've been in the corporate world before um, venturing into Venture is the right word. Yeah, yeah before venturing into, into movies and filmmaking and all that as an actress, as a producer. Um, what is it that made you to make the leap when we are, we, we are all looking for survival? And I, I, I would imagine that, I would imagine that um, the corporate world provides you that you know, coverage. What, what made you to dare into movies? Well, I got to a point where I just wanted to do something that was not a routine. I wanted to do something that I was passionate about. I wanted to follow my passion, so I decided to take the risk. I'll call it a risk because at the time I decided to come back to the industry fully, we were not you know, making that kind of money that we're about to start making right now. It wasn't a financially sustainable industry, but I was driven by my passion. And I, I mean, I was seeing a bright future in the industry. And lucky enough, we are in a phase where things are starting to come to fruition. Mm, beautiful. Madam Freda, you are already in the corporate world, you're still in the corporate world, but you're still doing a lot of work in, in, the, in the film um, industry. Uh, what is it that drives your, your passion? This passion has been there for a long time. And uh, I would say that it's uh, when you say God guides people's steps without them knowing, that's exactly what happened to me. I just found myself uh, being approached one fine day to come and play a role. And to be very honest, me as a baby, 
it was very common to find me in front of a mirror, repeating lines, I've watched a movie, and I'm repeating lines, I'm just putting them how I would have wanted it to be. My mom would tell you that. So, I mean, but it just hides somewhere until something brings it out. And here we are. So, so what has, in fact, I got this from the grape, grapevine, right? Uh, that this, I think it's apple for two. Uh, you, you start in here, I think. And um, when this rule was written for you, you're supposed to be a sugar mommy. <laughs> you're supposed to be a sugar mommy. And, and you, you, turn, you turn to the script and say, you have, you have to have a movie for marriage. <laughs> so so is, is there a line that you would not cross because of family, marriage? That's really from the grapevine. <laughs> so, you know, um, I think in life, everybody has their comfort zone. Yes. Yeah. And you function best in your comfort zone. Yeah. So I, I urge everybody to just fit yourself where your comfort lies and don't go, don't overstep it because it's going to reduce your performance. Sure. And it's always good to give out your best. So that's where we are. So Steph, what, what has been your overall experience? So for I'll come to my people, but what has been your overall experience as a woman yeah. in the, the film industry? I would say bittersweet, right? Um, as a woman in the film industry, the fact that you're already a woman limits you because people always think like, oh, she will not be able to do what she has to do. She will not be able to perform. When I decided to become a producer, to step out of my actress, you know, comfort zone and decided to become a producer. I had even colleagues, male colleagues saying like, uh, it's a save you, Iwan can't do it. If he produces which film, this film will be an epic failure. I heard all sorts of things, especially from the males, the, 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 my male colleagues. And that is already them putting a barrier of what they think you can achieve, what they think you can do. And um, also from the female side, because we're in an industry where it's, there's a lot of competition and you're always placed in a, in a position where you not necessarily want to be in. But just because we're not so many in the industry and the, the, the space is not really that big at the moment for everybody to own their, their, their spotlight and stuff like that. So there's this, you know, kind of negative competition, I'll put it that way, where everybody wants to you know, be the best. It's like, I always use this analogy of us being in a bucket, like craps in the bucket where everybody's struggling to come out of the bucket and the other person is pulling the other one down and, and nobody ever makes it out. That is the situation that I would describe is happening in our industry amongst the females and amongst even the males who even see females as their competition when we shouldn't even be in the first place because there's room for everybody to shine in their own light. We're all unique and we're all different. We have different things to offer, so. And I'm really, is, that, is that an experience you shared? Um, I would say that my, my own experience is, is uh, a bit different. I don't want to say maybe because of my age and all of that, that you find some kind of competition or maybe males How looking at you. Guess. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> You'll be shocked. She doesn't look her age at all. She looks 32 to me. <laughs> so, you know, or maybe it happens but behind my back. But I, have, I haven't had that kind of a, a, maybe a situation where you are openly being criticized or somebody is in competition with you. 
maybe I don't know, maybe it's the way I present my own things because yeah. I am my own competition. Yeah. I am always as good as my last production and yeah. I would just want to get better. And uh, staying focused maybe all the time just keeps you from maybe hearing all what is out there. But where there's competition, it means that there's a good thing. Yes, yeah. absolutely. If there's no competition, it means nothing is happening. True. So I, I, I'm happy that we find ourselves, the competition is getting tighter. Oh, yes. And it is a, it, it's a positive thing, you know, with the coming of uh, movies like The Fisherman's Diary and everything, we all have everything to learn from that. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. uh, you have the level of exposure that it has brought to us. Yeah. And uh, by this, I'll be urging all producers to kind of copy that. We need that exposure. Yeah. When we are talking about, I know maybe you're getting there. When we look at where we are today, and uh, you're in the market, Cameroon, Cameroon is not in the roadmap. Everything is online these days. Even, even the, the, the streaming giants, they are online. What's our online presence, you know? Yeah. There's this thing about packaging no, that yes. we really, really need to, to work on. If they want to go and do a, a, a background check, or maybe our stars and our actors and everything, they have nowhere else to go but online. online. Mm -hmm. They're looking for the numbers. They'll tell you Cameroon is not there. They're not looking at it it's because of the numbers. So I really like and I appreciate what uh, Fisherman's Diary has, has done so far in terms of, you know, sending the waves out there. It has been tremendous. It has been magnificent i think that's the word because you don't go anywhere now and you talk about fisherman's diary yeah. i mean it's upright you yeah. don't go and talk about fisherman's diary and nobody knows about it even yeah. the francophones mm -hmm. so yeah. it's a top and i think it's something for us to copy and those are the positive things we should be picking out mm -hmm. hmm, as people in the industry yes. yes you just watch out for what is good you pick it you pick it and better your own yes Brilliantly said. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliantly said. So, John, I mean, I, mean, no, I mean, I'm looking at them. All I can see is like, you know, inspiration. You know, you, when I came into this industry, in this country, back from Nigeria, Nigeria. I think two years That's ago. Wish for them. <laughs> from the diaspora. <laughs> from the abroad. We came from the abroad. Okay. So, when I came, you know, you, you want to have some people who think like you, who do things differently. You know, you have a mentality about Cameroon for so long that when you see somebody branch out and do something or take some big risk like you did, it inspires somebody like me. I'm like, ah, okay, she can do it, then I can do it, or somebody else can do it. So first of all, thank you for that, for inspiring someone like me, both of you. Um, but one thing I want, to, I want to ask Steph is that um, for so long, you were being bashed online for talking too much or giving your opinion too, too loud or too, you're, you're being too honest. I don't know how it's like. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So how did you battle that? Because a lot of young actresses don't know how to handle social media pressure. Well, that's a really good question because when I came into the industry, when I came back to the industry fully, I came with this mentality of the corporate world where if you see something that is not working, you say it because it's like you have that responsibility of fixing things and making things work. And I'm a straight shooter. It works to my advantage and my disadvantage sometimes. I, I understand it. Not everybody can handle certain truths or certain things, you know. But at the end of the day, I realize that I'm in the entertainment industry where we need to be 
um, we need to have this, I'm, I'm trying to be politically correct. We, we need to have this charming hypocrisy of always trying to, to kiss people's ass and say things in a certain way, not call people's names, and just you know, do things in a way that is pleasing to people. That is how this industry works. I didn't get that, but now I get it. Even though I get it, but I also realize, it's very political, I also realize that the fact that I don't necessarily need to, you know, put my opinion out there on social media because social media, it's for every Jack and Jill to come and have an opinion on what you say or say whatever they want to say, even if they know what you're saying is right, but because sometimes they belong to certain groups and stuff like that, they need to come and fight and bash each other. It doesn't mean that I don't say what I think or I will not, you know, reach out to you if you step on my wrong toe. I'll call you straight up then. You know, I'll meet you and have... Go head to head. <laughs> so, yeah, I will meet you and I'll have a conversation with you, a very civil conversation with you, and tell you. No, very civil. Yes, a very civil conversation with you and express how I feel about the situation and make sure that we understand each other without necessarily taking it to the public. Exactly. And there have been situations where I could actually take certain things out there, but I had to weigh both options and make a, con a conscious decision like this is not worth it at this time. Mm -hmm. So my part has been very transformative in this industry. From the beginning to now, I've been working progress. I've actually evaluated a lot. I've transformed that narrative about me to something much more better, to something that people are watching out for, to something that people are looking out for. Like, so, I mean, I'm work in progress. I'm still working. I still have my flaws, but hey, it is what it is. I own it, and I take accountability for everything. You are, you are a work in progress with flaws. What's wrong with What do you have to see for yourself? <laughs> What was the lesson we have to learn here? What can we learn? <laughs> what can we learn from this? <laughs> from, 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 yeah, but um, okay. Um, I, I, I'm going. I'm going to start with you before I go to Madam, Madam Brenda. Um, I mean, you, you, you're from corporate, and corporate is always very stable, high paying jobs, and, and and the industry you're coming from, and now in in the movie industry, being 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 a woman who has a, who has who has um who has kids to take care of, who has um, challenges as an actor, as a producer. Yeah. How do you balance all of that up? And also, has there, has there ever been a time where you felt like, okay, no, I cannot do this anymore. I should go back to what's stable and assuring than taking risk and being adventurous in an industry which doesn't guarantee you fast, um, fast um, 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 plowback on profits. Did, that, did you ever have that moment? Yes, but at the end of the day, um as they say, if you don't take a risk, if you don't jump, you never know if you can fly, right? So when I decided to come back, I already knew that this thing is not a thing that would just wake up like the next day and I'll be living that superstar life. I'll be making all of that money. And I knew I had to put in the work. I knew there'd be people before me who had put in the work and were still putting in the work. I knew it was a journey that I had to take and it will have its ups and downs. So I already had that in mind before setting myself out to do all of the things that I'm doing. But at the same time, like you mentioned, I have kids. I have two sons. I'm a single parent. I'm their mother. I'm their father. I need to make sure that they have a roof over their head. They have food to eat. You know, I can cater for them and give them the best that I can give as a parent to them. So 
while I decided to get into the movie industry and start producing films and doing all of that, I also decided to start businesses, businesses that I was doing behind the scenes and my now business, MB Glow, which I just um, launched. launched recently. Because at the end of the day, this industry, like you said, is not guaranteed. You can make a movie today and the movie sells after two years, five years. Look at um, A Man for the Weekend, for example, the big win that is having right now. So you never know when the breakthrough is going to come. You need to have a side hustle, mm -hmm. not only to pay your bills, but not to sell yourself short. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of vices in the industry that you can find yourself in certain situations because you're desperate. Mm -hmm. So to stay afloat, you need to have a side hustle. And that is how I strategize to like put out everything that I plan to do for myself. And thank God everything is, is working out one step at a time. You're living like a superstar. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm living mean, like a, a superstar. Let, 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 I get those. I know. Let, 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 yeah. Let me let me piggyback on on uh, because you mentioned um, the man for the weekend and the big news. Yeah. And mm. this this is largely thanks to Omega One, the distribution yeah. deal, the 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 broke with. Netflix, mm -hmm. so and we have two movies. Um, Brenda is known to 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 make these moves. You know, you know. She, she had Apple for two and Samba, Samba. On, on 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 African on African magic. Big moves, yeah. um, but, but I want to really know um, why a man for the weekend and broken. I mean, these are good movies. I've watched the man for for the weekend. Um, but, but why and how do we, did we get there? The why, I would say, Omega One Entertainment Distribution, we, we collect movies, we prepare a catalog. So we have catalogs for various clients that we send out. And um, while I was, I've been working on Netflix for since 2015, we, we know ourselves and all of that. We meet in all the markets, all over Africa. You know, great man. Living <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, you know, I think that it's over time that people build trust. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, you will not want to disappoint. And so when you are sending movies, you are looking at, you know, what they are looking at. You want to give an impression also out there. So I had a whole selection of movies that I sent there and then they chose the the ones that they wanted mm -hmm. and i think based on that you know we are beginning to be able to streamline and know exactly what they are looking for mm -hmm. exactly i would imagine that you're getting a million calls right now you know since this, since, yeah. since, since yeah. this um, <laughs> i would imagine because i know how my inbox also looks um, <laughs> internationally i'm telling you and I'm, I'm getting calls from a lot of producers from yeah. Like all the but after such a, it, after, a after such a big move, right, that you make, uh, what is, what is the message you're sending to producers right now? Okay, um, uh, to be very honest, in in my capacity as because may, maybe many people don't know this, I'm the president of the Marketers Guild and vice chairman of the Cameroon Film Industry. We have a Marketers Guild, exactly. So sometimes because we don't have many members in that guild. And uh, it's not very functional because we really don't have, we have to work. Okay. It, it, it has to do, it's all about work, you know, mm -hmm. and sacrifice. So um, you're talking about what we have for the producers, mm -hmm. the message. Omega One Entertainment is, is, is planning to do um, some sort of 
a workshop mm -hmm. with producers just for distribution because I discovered that there's a lot that producers don't know. Oh, yeah. And it will shock you that Nigerian producers don't know as much as we know about distribution. They have their markets and they are comfortable. You understand? We are struggling. So we are fighting to get that market. So we go in and look for all the information and try to dig in here. We're trying to dig in all the markets. You understand? So I think it's, a, it's an area that every producer has to take a step back, you know, and look at where they are going to and see what they have to do as input. Okay. I think I did that. If I didn't do that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, be, be where I am today. After doing a couple of movies, you barely break even. Mm -hmm. You know, my big example is Decoded. I tried to put in so much, you know. When I look out of Cameroon and I see what is happening out there, I'm like, okay, wait till we need to have big red carpet premieres. We need to have this, we need to have, how do we make that happen? Mm -hmm. So, you know, back then, that's why I had to really stretch myself, get into all forms of publicity when I was trying to launch Decoded and all of that. And to be very honest, I'm being very honest, I barely broke even. I barely broke even. You know, we had a deal on Iroko and, uh, you know, I produced 10,000 CDs. I'm not sure I had money back for 2,000 CDs. Do you understand? So you have, you, we had adventurers who come, they want to come and do distribution for you and everything, but then they were not ready. Mm -hmm. And so that is where I had my turning point. And I said, I was not going to put in a dime into production without knowing more about distribution. Mm -hmm. yeah. And after doing the, the premiere for Decoded in 2014, my gallery wouldn't do any premiere at all. I had to just dive into, into, into distribution. And uh, I think that that's what, uh, that's what has made me travel for film the most. Okay. You speak strongly about distribution and it seems to be the backbone of, of, of how a movie flies, of how a, how a movie flies. And I'm really wondering because not every movie is going to get on African Magic, which you have strong connections with, or Netflix, or, Netflix, yeah. or these digital platforms. And with, with how the movie industry is growing, what are other platforms which producers can explore? And how can they maximize distribution? Because now see, we don't really have cinemas like that besides mm -hmm. Canal Olympia. Mm -hmm. Everybody cannot go to Canal Olympia. It's not in Boya. So how can producers really maximize, what are the alternative means to which they can really distribute their movies and get the Cameroonian public really involved and watching? Unfortunately, Yana, it's, uh, I don't think that the producers have much to do with creating market okay. right now, individually. It's difficult. For, for movies to get out there right now, the first is through cinema. That's what happens in, in, in Nigeria. And we're talking about the big industries that make it. Yeah. You have a movie will go into cinema and then it will have maybe a deal on Netflix or any of their online platforms. Mm -hmm. But what we realize happens, like the, the Iroko's and all, when they want to scout for movies, they're looking for movies that have their faces. That's mm -hmm. Nigerian faces, mm -hmm. you understand? So it is a responsibility, it's a Cameroonian responsibility to be able to create a niche for ourselves, a market niche for ourselves. And that is a responsibility I will throw to the economic operators of Cameroon. Mm -hmm. 
And there's no way they can get convinced without us doing our own input. Yeah. And I think that we are in the roadmap right now. Mm-hmm. Getting them to believe in us, mm-hmm. you know, getting the right people to sell out these ideas, you know, to, you know, bring out, to, to get them to, to, to know that there's a lot of money in film. And if you, if you, if you invest in such a, maybe a platform and everything, it's, it, it can fetch you some money. So which means besides the collective effort, which you make strong, strong um, references to, it's a problem of marketability, branding, and just building your image and putting yourself out there. Because if each time, most of the movies are on Netflix right now have a Nigerian presence, mm-hmm. and the ones on African Magic 2 have a Nigerian presence. So which means if, each, if we have to escape that, that tactic of using Nigerian faces to get their interest, our artists or our, our, our um, actors, actors yeah. have to really put themselves out there which becomes a big problem because, I mean, I think Stephanie Stone is doing a really good job with that. Personal and, um, branding. Yeah, personal, personal branding, branding and all of that. I mean, but <clears throat> is, is it a thing where these people need to be schooled on this thing? Because right now, for example, we have people calling themselves populations officers out there. The best thing they do is now to attack people on social media, do screenshots and then throw insults and then that's it. That's all they know about, about pop, um, being yeah. a publicist. So is, is there anything which, from your part, because you recognize this problem, you're trying to do for them to be able to understand these things better in how to really scale their movies? Um, I think the, 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 the few producers I come across that I get the opportunity to work with, yeah. I really do my best, you know, to try and, and tell them about not shooting a movie for passion. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's where we started. Yeah. That's where we started. Yes. That's where we started. We are all guilty yeah. about that. We are yeah. all guilty about that. You know, we start by passion. Mm-hmm. We shoot a movie for passion. We shoot a movie because there's a story that has to be told. When you are a producer, you have to be doing marketable stuff. A filmmaker will shoot a movie, a very good movie. A producer will shoot it and market it. That's the difference. So we have to move from just being passionate filmmakers to producers. A producer has to be able to market a movie. Mm -hmm. You understand? That's why uh, you have an executive producer. The executive producer relies on the producer to make the money. So Mm -hmm. if you don't don't shoot a movie or venture into shooting a movie when you don't know exactly how you're going to make the money back, don't. So um, a lot of people have suggested that um, part of of building structure and power within the industry is through um, mutual support, collaborations within the ecology of the industry itself. So mm-hmm. actors supporting actors, producers supporting producers. However, they've also said that um, the presence of conflict within the industry makes it in such a way that it undercuts that type of progress that we, we can see. And I, I think that um, would use an example of this, you and Cindy, that people who hope to see a blood sister film of these two beautiful ladies. Is that a possibility? My part, yes. I don't know about the other person. Do you also recognize how um, a conflict, and I'm assuming there is a conflict, between you and her could actually be undercutting the juicy stuff that we could get? Um, to be honest with you, I don't really think there's a conflict as per se. I just feel like um, 
it's just coexisting that is the problem, not as a conflict like we have a problem with each other. I just think it's coexisting in the same space that is a problem, and I don't know where that is coming from, unfortunately. I cannot really pinpoint it. But what I can say is I believe in collaboration in the industry. I believe in supporting one another, and that's why I've been very consistent with supporting everybody. I don't care who you are. I don't care what people think we have going on between us. It's not my business. As long as you're doing something that is amazing and that is pushing our industry to another level, I will always support it regardless. So collaborations, yes, I'm open to collaborations. I mean, at the end of the day, we're actors, so we can just act it out and do what we need to do and get our checks and leave, you know. We don't need to be best friends. We don't need to be. I don't even have friends in the industry to begin with. I have colleagues that I'm good with and the ones that I'm not so good with, and that's okay. We're not yet to make friends. At the end of the day, when I go back to my house, nobody's paying my bills. I'm not sleeping behind anybody, and um, none of them are giving me. Yeah, and, and that's that, and none of them are giving me orgasms, so I don't need to be worried. <laughs> she went there. She went right there. Best of, best of. <laughs> do, do you think, do you think in a way, that, that plays in your, in your favor, where you have two really um, talent, um, really amazing ladies um, doing, their, doing, doing work on their own end, and there's this expectation that, that you guys have to work, have to collaborate together on the project, but then it's not, for, it's not happening. Do you think in a way that, that keeps the public interested in what you guys are doing and expecting that it's going to happen, so it keeps them hooked? Do you think in a way? Of course. I mean, you need to understand that without all of this, you know, rivalry and everything happening in the industry, the public gets bored. They need to pick on something. They just need to understand that this person and this person, they're not fine, and bloggers come up with these storylines and stuff, like, and it keeps people entertained. At the end of the day, to be honest with you, I think bloggers and social media have they've actually dragged, and the fans, because the fans play a big role, they've actually dragged this thing to become something bigger than it actually is, mm -hmm. in my humble opinion. That's what I think. And um, we've seen this happen in Nigeria with the Genevieve's and the Omotalas, and then the Deep Gloss Sisters, and it was a blockbuster because everybody wanted to watch it. Finally, these two are together. We've seen it happened in our, with our socialites in Cameroon with the Natalie Coas and the Coco Emilias coming together and everybody's raving on social media and stuff like that. Yeah. People need these things on social media, so let them enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah. Oh, nice. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. When we understand this, yeah. when we understand this, then we don't carry this and drag it behind the scenes. Yeah. We just understand that this is entertainment. This is where it ends. And we don't really need this blackboard. We need to rise above the negativity and all these, you know, things that don't really matter. Perfect. You, you've, you've earned um, quite a reputation um, for level-headedness, level but also for success. Um, so such a way that you become like the mother, no age intended, you know? <laughs> but the mother of the industry in a sense. Um, however, we've heard um, repeatedly at least through rumor and gossip, and I'm not saying you should comment on rumor and gossip, that um, cases of harassment of female filmmakers, and these things have always been swept under the rug. Um, there's been no action brought to people who are accused of perpetrating such things. As leading women, in the industry, is this something that you know to be happening? 
and in which case, what is it that you think um, can be done and what you're doing in your own respective space to make sure that um, female filmmakers feel safe in this space? And if I understand you well, you mean like sexual harassment, you know, forgetting rules and all of that. Sex for rules. I just have one question. I don't know if you've heard anything like that, maybe connected to any of my sets. No, no, no. I, I, I haven't. But we've heard in the film industry and as a, as a mother of the industry, I would imagine that you've heard too. Of course I've heard. And it's, it's uh, I would call it a very nasty habit. It does not edify in any way. I think that directors are the ones who need, who have to uphold the industry because they have the strongest power when it comes to content. Mm -hmm. And um, their mindset determines, you know, the success of the future content that they have to do. And if, uh, if you have to drag yourself into the mud like that, I think you're joking with your reputation which is very, very important. I will give you an example. I do not participate in casting in any of my movies. It is solely the director's discretion, yes. All what I do, I have to make sure that I sell out as much as possible my expectations. So it is the responsibility of the director to use his director discretion and everything that he has to be able to come up with the best cast. And um, that is why I would always, you always have roles that you're not able to maybe just cast like that. So you have to do auditions. Mm -hmm. People don't know, but mm -hmm. we make a lot of, we find, we discover a lot of talent in auditions. Some people may come for auditions, they don't even know everybody who came for the audition. But it has, it has given us a lot of, we've had so, the success rate from auditions has been really, really good. So um, on my own part, I always do what we call like self-talk, self-talk to, because it's very easy to identify, we are women, it's very easy to identify things like this, yeah. where you have somebody who is really wanting to get maybe into the industry and then you're being subjected to things like that. Yeah. You know, I would have that kind of back talk Maybe with the director, some of them will identify themselves a one-on-one, -on -one. just about your integrity and everything, because they are the people, the perpetrators of that act. If they stop it, it will not exist anymore. Mm -hmm. And we are looking at an industry with a lot of integrity. Mm -hmm. It should not be associated with uh, people who are I mean, the low, the, the, the lowest people who have dropped out, they have lost hope in everything. Yeah. Then they just decide to come and try themselves in filmmaking. Yeah. We are in the creative industry. You can go to school and learn how to act and how to do whatever you want to do. But there's somebody at an end there who was born with it. Yes. You can have a PhD. You never perform like that person. So we have to respect creativity. We're talking about how uh, the differences or whatever that will come in the industry, uh, people's behaviors and different. Mm -hmm. I need to make something very clear here. The creative industry is made up of people with different minds, yes. great minds. It is very normal yes. 
for them to have conflicts. Mm -hmm. If they don't have conflicts, then they're not doing what they're supposed to do. True. They should be the ones creating the conflict because they come with very, very strong ideas. If you're a creative mind and you have your original thing, you believe in it, and it's very difficult for another person to come and tell you or walk you out of it. Yeah. We have that all the time. So <laughs> we are dealing with strong minds. And yeah. so we should expect all that controversy. Yeah. But at the end of the day, those same people are very level-headed people oh, yeah. Yeah. at the back. Perhaps a way of, 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 of walking through this harassment will be um, females in more technical leadership positions, like directors. That will be one of the solutions. Another solution will be just get a side hustle, get something that you're doing that will actually not put you in a position where you feel desperate. Because if a role is for you, that role is for you. If it's not for you, if you have to sell yourself short to get the role, which most times they don't even end up getting the roles, then you're already putting yourself in a situation where you're setting yourself up to be put in that kind of situation, to be harassed sexually. No. You know, so at the end of the day, I will not only blame these perpetrators. It's not like I'm trying to throw the, the fault on the victims and stuff like that. But you need some sort of empowerment to put yourself in a position where you know you're talented. And you will not sell yourself short. If you know that I'm going in for this audition, I have all what it takes. And I end up not being chosen for this role. I'll go back home. And I'll come back the next time until the day that I get that breakthrough. Exactly. So that's it. I know we're I, I, I know that we're about to close, but I just needed to ask, like, what's the future now? Because you have Saving Bang, which is a really amazing film. Yeah. Um, what next? And that, that goes for Madame Brenda as well. What next for you? What next? It's me looking at all the, the films that are, you know, doing amazingly well now, being selected on Netflix because I'm, my eyes are on Netflix. I need to make that money as well. Mm -hmm. Listen, I'm looking at you because I've, I've, I've already grabs, I've already, I've already gotten some ideas of the directions that we need to start going to. First of all, we don't have the numbers. Yeah, that is clear. Second, we don't have the faces that will sell on Netflix. That's the second thing. Third, we need to collaborate with the people who already have the numbers and the faces. And then fourth, we need to look at what sells. Yeah. So I've gone back to the drawing board, and I'm gonna come back big time. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so when I come back big time, now I'm looking this direction. I'll come to you. I see how she framed me right there. Yes. And uh, just to add to 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 what she she said about you know the points that you have to pick up mm -hmm. as a producer. You need to have a good storyline. Good. Yeah. An original storyline is a seller for you. Yeah. Pick a good title. You have a good story, you have a good title. Okay. Select your crew. Yes. They will give you the quality that is deserved. Yeah. Don't compromise. Do Correct. not compromise. It's better, uh, for me, eh, it's better uh, two or three producers come together, mm -hmm. put their heads together, and come out with something solid. Yeah. And we're going to have better deals. Great. So get the quality. I strongly believe that we can, we can, we can outplay the faces part, you know, coming mm -hmm. from the big country mm -hmm. and all of that. We are Cameroonians. We have 30 million people almost mm -hmm. in Cameroon. We are forced to reckon with in Central Africa. Mm -hmm. Come on. So I think we can, 
you know, kind of outplay um, the side of the face and everything over time. The quality of what we are doing, the quality sells out. You have an original story. Mm-hmm. I think that Fisherman's Diary on the right table will still get the kind of buzz or the kind of deal yes. that without it got Ramsey. without Ramsey Noir. I mean, it was almost like exactly. I think yes. Yeah. If you if somebody was looking at a movie, you yes. know, yes, you're looking at the movie. Yeah. So while we get there, we are not we are not there yet now because we want those numbers. But yeah. over time, over time, for right now, we are using sure. those faces. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Yeah. We are using those faces to get to where we are supposed to be. Sure. And where is that position to show them that we, we too can give you the quality. Yeah. that you want because if you ask me at the end of the day i'm i'm i'm, I'm I, I relax a lot on netflix i relax a lot on netflix and i love a good movie irrespective of the faces yeah i like to just discover a new face True. True. if a story is well told and well played mm-hmm. well screen played yeah it's well acted because we need to be able to have good cast that will deliver yeah. That's why I will not ask anybody to go and compromise because you want to please People. my brother no. so that his face should come out. <laughs> Me, I don't do that. Yes. I don't. I will look for, I will prefer to have the person who can play that particular role yeah. and bring it out in the sweetest way because it's still going to wow the viewers and yeah. that is where we want to get to. Thank you very much Brenda, thank you Stephanie this has been a master class you know, <laughs> a master class we would love to, to continue with this discussion um, I think the audiences can get to you through your social media pages yeah. you know, ask the questions you can go to our YouTube channel to uh, the Freaky Table um, social media pages across Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or you come to me directly. (laughs) And you you pose your questions. This has been a beautiful experience. It's an honor to have you two here, beautiful lady, accomplished lady. Steph, remember I say you get to send my packet or you. (laughs) (laughs) And it will shine. My mentor will be talking to you about marketing Freaky Table more. And um, Yana, it's not been good having you here. <laughs> Joan, yeah, that, that, that's me, yeah. Um, Yana needs more moving rules for, for rom-coms. Yes, yes. Find boy rules, which is bad list. I have been quite long. I've been your host. Take a date for next week, Monday. Freaky Table is brought to you by Nikki Hits Beauty Studio, Bonamusadi, Duala, and Jungle Hawk, Boya. Studios, which is located at Solidarity Junction, Boya, for all your photography and videography. Thanks for watching the dopest TV show right now. And don't forget to subscribe so that you can continue seeing our beautiful face discussion. My hands off it. <laughs> Alright guys, and to never miss a thing, follow us on all social media platforms at Freaky Table, Instagram, Facebook, and yeah, stay tuned.